What's good everybody, this is Silas from SilasBeats.com Today I wanted to just, you know, give a recap of the, the previous weekend uh, It's Monday today, so uh, A little bit has happened this weekend um, On Friday, there was a a shoot, right? Like, um, I don't want to call it a video shoot It wasn't like a music video shoot It was more of a, um, like a feature on the on the slicker on life website right which is yeah it's i'm not 100 percent sure how it works it just goes to show how much of the stuff i follow but um i was invited right so black Liz invited me through it was like to come through um you know just for the sake of meeting up with people make a couple of contacts so i looked at my my schedule for friday and it was packed like jam-packed so I got to work and I think at about 12 o'clock, I was like, ah, you know, maybe I should go, maybe I shouldn't go. And then I decided not to go. I turned my phone off, I think for about an hour. One o'clock, I am, I turned my phone back on. It's like, dude, are you coming through? And I was like, crap, I might as well go. I'd finished a lot more than I wanted to uh, that uh, on Friday. So I was like, cool, let me pack my things and go. When I got there, right from the, like, right from the beginning, I was... The association was clear because I arrived with him, right? And it was kind of a, can I call it like a cross-pollination type of thing where they knew him, therefore, at some point they were going to know me. So they were greeting, everyone in the office was greeting him, but at the same time, I was also getting greeted, right? Which is great, right? And it made me think, crap, if I hadn't come here, I probably wouldn't have made a couple of contacts. There's one or two other um, people there that I met that I, I had done work with already, and it was just nice to put a face to the to the name and not have to work via WhatsApp and email the entire time. That was the one nice thing. The other thing was I got to meet one or two of the people that are there uh, that I'd never met, but that I'd heard that I had worked in the music. So I was like, okay, cool. And yeah, from here, I don't know what it's going to yield, but at least my contact list is looking a little bit thicker. It's looking a little bit healthier. Got one or two pictures. Oh, snap. I also got to meet Slicker. I'd never met the guy before. Um, that was cool and yeah that was the day so I was like okay cool let's um let's do more of that so uh, on Sunday yesterday yeah uh, p.o was at uh, 5fm um, I had been there before for something I don't know what it was but like I actually I it was for another studio session I'd been to the SABC studios that's where the 5fm studios are based right so um, he had a feature Pretty much the same kind of thing, but on um, the Stir Up, which is the hip-hop show on 5FM. So I was like, cool, can I come through? And he's like, yeah, dude, of course, come through. And yeah, he was like, just come through. Turns out I actually had to, you know, I had to put my name down somewhere and whatnot. But because I, again, I came with him, um, he had, like, I think he had, a, I think he had two plus ones um, that he, that he, he gave, basically let me use one, right? sitting there i got a chance to see what was going on how that whole situation works um it was cool you know just supporting the guy um just like with black Lives, you know just being there um and then i mean from that day i got it wasn't as i don't think it was as i don't want to say fruitful because i don't know what's going to happen but like i got a bunch of pictures as well it was just a nice vibe um and then when i was done i left it was cool but it, again, it made me think, look, there were, it was a situation where I don't know what I, what I was going to get. And I got a lot more than what I bargained for just because I, I showed up. 
Um, and I think for artists it's easy because artists show up everywhere. They show up at, at um, music video shoots, at parties, at events, at performances, and they try and network there. But for like music producers, sound engineers, we don't do that kind of thing. We stay behind our desks and we try and DM and email everybody. And that's cool. And I've seen people get really nice features with really well-known artists. But the problem is with those features is they're very, they're, they're, they're flaccid features because sure you do a track and you've got so-and-so on your track, but what's the long-term yield? I'm just thinking of um, yesterday I, I, I saw AB Crazy. I had tried contacting him, I think in 2013, didn't work out. I managed to get a feature with him on the Black Glares album. And that was cool. I didn't speak to him, I didn't meet him, but I mixed the vocals and I made the beat, right? So I figured, look, he might not remember me, but he might. So I went up to him and I greeted him and it didn't look like he remembered me at all. Even after I was like, dude, we worked on that track. He was like, uh, uh-huh. And I was like, wow. I, I just I just got I just got done in I was like okay cool shop uh, no no biggie no stress because that happens it's probably in a lot of features I, there's no hate the next time I meet him I'll probably shake his hand again and be like dude you know what's up and hope and pray that by some weird stroke the guy remembers me um, so yeah that is that was the majority of what happened uh, it was more networking than anything even with the sessions and stuff I was having it was more networking sessions than they were like actual sit down, record, mix master, make beats type of thing. So um, actually I'm headed to studio right now to go and catch up on that. There's a lot of stuff that needs to be done. Um, then the other thing that happened this weekend was someone sent me a picture. This picture was a conversation he was having with someone who supposedly was from Sony Music saying, um, I want to organize a meeting with you and the CEO of Sony Music, right? This was not for me, this was for someone else. He was just he was just asking me, look, dude, does this look legit? And I read and I read and I read and I was like, okay, cool. I'm waiting for the part where they offer where they where they offer um, the interview. And as part of offering the interview, the guy says, but before I can try and convince him, I need to give him 3,000 Rand. I'll put up half the money. You can put up the other half of the money. Send it through to me and then I'll get you that interview. And I was like, right there, right there. That there is where the scam comes in. At no point, if someone is interested in you, also must remember that these guys go after people who don't get opportunities. They're looking for you, the ones who don't. They're looking for people who don't get opportunities often, and will fall into a trap like this real fast, right? If you are sought after, this is a this is like a little bit of a of a of a trick. Now I've I've, I've learned it over time and through situations. If you are sought after, if someone wants your work or they want to work with you, they're going to contact you and they're going to try and do it. You know, there'll be a formal conversation or they might phone you. There'll be a little bit of that, but then there'll also be some kind of email correspondence and they will let you know. You'll hear very quickly that they, there's something that they, that they like about you and it'll be, very, it'll be quite specific. Um, I got a call the one day from, who was it? I think it was, I forgot which artist it was, but he hit me up, phoned me, for all I know, it could have been anybody, right? And he could have been offering me anything. But the guy phones me. He's like, dude, I like your beats. I, I really want to use the one. Um, and then he tried to remember. He gave me the name of the beat. I was like, oh, snap. Yeah, that's my beat. He's like, yeah, it's so-and-so. And I was like, oh, okay, it's you? 
And he's like, yeah, um, can you send it through to me? I'll send you my email address. And I was like, sure. Because he came in specifically, I, I noticed the voice, I noticed the professionalism in what he was doing, therefore I believed him. He was trustworthy, right? But in a situation like the Sony Music one, it was more of a, um, like, what, uh, you know, you have to do something for me and then I'll do this big thing for you. And that is... I can't, I can't accept that. I can't believe that someone would do that. If I, every time I've had an artist that I really want to work with and there is something that, you know, that I think they could do for me, I try and do something for them first. You know, you have to build up that trust. Why would they tell you, pay this money and all these things are going to start happening? Because then everybody would be paying that money to get that stuff to happen. There was another guy who, who, who got another one of these things saying, um, uh, I think it's Def Jam or there was some I don't know what record label it was but it was like yeah we want to fly you out and I was like dude okay cool the first thing I want to do is say to these people is like look Def Jam is not they're not going on SoundCloud listening for like random people like that they, the A&R team isn't that savvy that they're going to find someone from the deepest part of South Africa and try and you know pull them out of that story it's a very very nice narrative and it's a very nice story to have yeah i'm in the kasi and i'm being pulled out to go and work it and to go have a go get a record deal at def jam and you know all these nice things are happening and it's all well and good that you can believe that something like that can happen but the reality is it's probably just a another piece of spam right now again the story is the same i will bring you to Def Jam I just need obviously to pay for your ticket right your bus ticket and the giveaway thing for me was that the person said bus ticket they assumed that the artist that was being approached was already in America and that for me is already that's already a red flag I'm like whoa this person doesn't even know who I am which songs of mine did they listen to like I'd want to know what the hell brought them what the hell brought me to them that way I know whether things are actually legit um, and even then still, you know, there's software that they'd probably be able to write some kind of algorithm that would go into your SoundCloud and find a piece of music, name it, and then say, we really think that this track, name the track, and then say that it's dope. So, yeah, even there, I'd still be a bit wary. But then this person will say something like, again, we need to pay for your bus ticket. Um, we will pay half. Or I'll contribute to the rest. I just need you to pay 1.5 to show that you are serious, right? And what they do is they, they like flip it on you, the artist, to say, shit, I, I need to show that I'm serious. And you as the artist, you're like, yeah, I'm going to show I'm serious. I'm going to pay that money. And then they disappear. Um, and it's the same. Once you get to speaking to them, because now this other person who's on WhatsApp asked me what he should do. And I was like, just ask a couple of questions. You'll find out very, very quickly what's going on. Rightly so, as clockwork would have it, he asked two or three questions and this person was like, are you questioning me? Um, you know, it became very it became very aggressive, almost like I don't need you type of situation. I'm doing you a favor. Already that's a red flag because you approached me telling me that you enjoy my music and you want, my, you want to see my stuff succeed. Therefore, you want to get me an interview somewhere why are you now flipping and turning on me just because I'm trying to verify something? 
Someone who is legit wouldn't snap like that. Why are they snapping? The reason they're snapping is because you are finding them out. That's all. You are literally, you're exposing them. And when you expose people, when you expose humans, the first human, um, uh, can I call it the first human reaction, this is natural, um, is to get defensive, right? Like even kids, when a child does something and the first thing they're going to be, the first thing they're going to do is say, it wasn't me. You know, they're going to get very, very defensive. So in the very same way, understand that if you pull someone out of their element where they're in power, like this person from Sony figured that they were in power because of the conversation that was going on. And this person who was being spoken to was a little bit weary because of the, um, the, his desperate situation. Remember, yo, they, they play on that thing. They know that we want to get signed. They know that we want to make money. They know that we want to get successful. So all they have to do is show us one or two things and all of a sudden everything is, um, you know, then you know, we play into their hand. Um, I've seen it with beat selling courses and, you know, make money selling beats today. And I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, get, get onto this course and find out what you've been doing wrong. And I'm like, okay, cool. I've been selling beats for a long time, right? So I don't get sold by those things as quick as the next person might get sold, right? So I check it out and they'll say, yeah, look at this PayPal statement. I'm like, no, firstly, a PayPal statement can come from anywhere. Firstly, right? I can pay myself in small increments. I can pay myself $30, $40, $50, $30, and have that look like, um, have it look like I'm making money from selling beats. Who's to say where that pay, that statement's come from? Who's to say that I didn't grab that statement off of Google, right? Off of Google Images. It's not enough. We need to question and query and question and query, find proof, find out how things work before we just jump in and decide we're going to put up 2,000 Rand because we think that that 2,000 Rand is going to get us, um, you know, a massive record deal. So, so yeah, it's one of those, it's one of those situations where we kind of just need to be really vigilant, we need to keep our eyes open, um, understand that, look, there is no shortcut, 3,000 Rand is not going to get you a record deal, rather use that money doing Facebook marketing, for me that's the best thing, if you ever hear someone say something right and they're like dude pay me this money and this is gonna happen think about what else you can do with that money i've had people say something like this is guy who's trying to sell me a course the course was two thousand dollars i sat there and i was like wow two thousand dollars this course must be good started asking questions figured out i was like this course actually is good plus it gives you the software to do the stuff and what 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 i was like look i don't have two thousand dollars to throw at this right now but what if i did would i want to do this I did a quick conversion to find out what $2,000 was in rands. And I was like, okay, cool. What can I do with this now? And I was like, I can actually take all of it and shove it into Facebook marketing. I can, I can take my own brand and I can inject money into it. I can go and do maybe two or three photo shoots. I can even get, you know, a little um, video piece done. I can go and get new equipment. There's a lot that can be done with that money. And I was going to throw it into a course, right? And the course might have helped me to make a lot more money. And I'm all for improving yourself. 
becoming smarter bettering yourself but at the same time you need to be smart when you're making your decisions as to who you're investing with it's like it's like um uh uh, it's like a loan shark you get your money you'll get your money from the loan shark but your terms are not going to be great at all the interest is going to be ridiculous you're going to have a bad time it's just not going to be good so you get what you want but you don't get you don't get it the way that you want it type of situation you know they always say be careful what you wish for and we all wish for record deals we all wish for big opportunities and we get them but be careful what you wish for because when it comes through it might not be legit at all just need to be super 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 careful so yeah just bear that in mind when you um when you're when you're just you know when you're when you're when you're, when you're doing your moves yeah just be careful um, if you have any questions, you have any queries, because there's a lot of these scams out there. If you have any queries about the scams, hit me up. Let me know. Um, they're not more than you think. And look, sometimes they aren't scams. Sometimes they are legit. They just are a little bit too good to be true. Again, be careful. Um, the other thing is, yeah, if there are networking opportunities that you think might benefit you, let me know about them as well. I also want to learn. I also like to learn. I like to read. I like to attend events. Um, And yeah, we can keep the conversation going. Peace.